Now, Helen McCain, I was um, at the Dogs for Good stand yesterday talking to some of your colleagues and they said that you would be the best person for me to have a chat with to, to talk about the charity because they said with regards to your job title, it's pretty much if you want to know anything about anything about the charity, then Helen will know. So I think officially that is your job title. But great to see you here at Cross, and it's great to see the charity back as well. Thank you very much, Mike, for that great introduction. And I'll have a word with my colleagues later <laughs> about setting me up. But no, it's, we love being here at Crufts. I've been coming to here to Crufts as part of Dogs for Good. Oh, goodness me, for most of my working life now. Um, Crufts, uh, Dogs for Good celebrated its 30th year last year. Um, and so we're an organisation which has got a long relationship now here at Crufts at the NEC and it's great to catch up with colleagues in this industry and there's a real supportive atmosphere here I was here yesterday on Thursday really busy day which was great lots of comings and goings both our clients and our volunteers come and support us on the stand here they really enjoy it's a day out for them but they enjoy also the opportunity of meeting the public sharing their stories telling their tips about what they do with their dogs and so on because we all are here because we love our dogs and the amazing things that they can do exactly and again as a charity providing these wonderful assistance dogs to people with specific needs that they're going to have disabilities and uh, other kind of you know difficulties that they're going to face in life you seem to be able to provide these wonderfully trained dogs that make such a difference to those partners lives well thank you and yeah we it's really important to us that our dogs are happy in what they're doing and so from day one when they go out to our volunteer puppy socializers which is right at the beginning of their little lives when they're about seven weeks old and all that time it's about actually learning about that dog finding out what their personality is but also showing them the world that they're going to be very much part of because actually it's a very humanized world that we're wanting these dogs to come in and share their time with us with but then going on with our clients I think what we're very good at at Dogs for Good is we work with our clients on an individual basis as much as we do with our dogs so it's getting to know the clients and people as as people first and whatever their disability is second because we've all got you know views on life and things that we want to get out of life and that's what we want them to They're going to be very, very different. And from a very basic level, uh, again, Helen, when you look at the training of an assistance dog and you look at the clients that are going to have their own specific, Mm -hmm. very much uh, needs, how does it work, that pairing? Do you kind of get the dogs trained to a certain level, think that that dog then would be suitable pairing for that client or whatever, and then kind of specify a little bit more training to make sure that things work for that client. I can tell Mike that you've been in this world a long time like me as well and you've absolutely hit the nail on the head. What we always do is we teach the dog the basics um, and in our field they're, they're always for the assistance dog being five key area so you've got your general obedience which you want because you want the dog to be socially polite you've got retrieval work pulling work and that might be for anything from taking clothes off um, or opening doors anything which is needing that sort of tug of war type of effect from a dog then you do the opposite is pushing so pushing buttons elevator buttons um, lift buttons um, opening doors to get into your bank or a shop um, also light switches anything like that and it might be the nose or it might be a paw depending on what the dog prefers and then also we use barking as we call it speaking obviously and the benefit of teaching a dog to bark is you also need to teach the dog the off button as well so you also teach them to quiet so they don't become barkers but what we're doing is we give the dog the key skill set then we look at what their personality is because by that time they're of an age where they really have blossomed as an individual 
then we actually match them. So it's a personality match first and a skill set match second, basically. Because yeah. so, they're going to be with this person for the rest of their lives. They certainly are, aren't they, as well? And what is so wonderful, and you will know this, I'm sure, better than anybody, is that you will train them to a certain level and you will hopefully specify those skill sets for that client. But I think I was talking to Linda, one of your clients, yesterday mm -hmm. with her with her dog, Oggy. Linda is in a wheelchair. She's got arthritis in one hand. She also has, unfortunately, um, bones that will come, become dislocated. And she was telling me that this arthritis in one hand means that the left hand now is not so good as the right hand, but the dog has kind of automatically recognized that it needs to switch to help her with her right hand. And then with regards to the, the bones becoming dislocated, the dog will actually lie on her while she's on her bed in a position to actually stop those bones becoming dislocated. And I, could, I can't set it up. I'm fascinated again, but the way that dogs seem to understand, instinctively know that their clients are going to need these specific needs. It's a sixth sense and it's just wonderful. And I think it is a sixth sense. It's something that those areas that you've referred to aren't something that we can necessarily bespoke in a dog. No. They, we, what we can do, though, is select a dog that has a natural intu intuitive instinct. Dogs are naturally caring species anyway, and actually the dogs that we select, they love and want to be with people. So the relationship that they have with that person is what helps them thrive in yeah. their life. So for them, it's about doing good for their mum or dad or whoever they're living with. And that's where they adapt and adjust to the different needs because we would prefer, like in Oggy and Linda's sense, we know what the basics are and we can prepare the dog. So if the dog has been trained fairly traditionally on the left-hand side, but if it's the right-hand side, which is more mobile, we'll transfer the dog to the right so the dog can adjust to that. But obviously then, as Linda's condition affects her differently as she becomes older or whatever, or life changes, etc. Those natural adjustments happen between person and dog under our guidance and we always provide lifetime support for all of our teams and partnerships so we can help them know how to support the dog and help the dog adjust to their needs. But it's got to be a journey that they're on. It's not just a case of one size fits all. I'm sure as a charity you'd love to help more and more people. I think Cross is a great showcase again for people to come along and see a charity like yours working with assistance of dogs. Can they pretty much just come up and say, look, you know, I either know someone or I am a person that would really, I feel, benefit from an assistance dog? How can you help? They can certainly come up and talk to us and that is very much why it's important to us and we always value having a stand here at Crofts because it makes us our presence available for members of the public. And to be honest, the applications that we have, we always have a lot of applications, a lot of interest, but most of them come through word of mouth and so on. People come and they want to get to know the charity, they build a relationship with us and then it may not be to benefit themselves, it may be to benefit somebody that they know. And that's how it goes. But the other aspect as well, it's a lifetime relationship that we develop so we've got our our young client um, Linda with uh, with Emma and we're looking at them at the moment as the start of a journey because potentially they're going Emma's the first dog but potentially yeah. she's going to need more dogs, more dogs exactly. as she grows up yeah. and so that's something that we're committed to but it's the generosity of the public that makes it possible for us was, to do I was that. I going to say as a charity you're looking for those donations it's great the stand has got little items that have got the dogs for good branding on that people can buy but every single penny that you receive from the public 
either here at the show or via your website or wherever, that makes a big, big difference to you continuing doing the great work that you do, doesn't it? Absolutely. We can't do it without the generosity of donations and the public support. And it doesn't necessarily have to be money. I mean, we need the money, but also we really need volunteers to help us with our work as well. And we have many different roles, so you don't even have to offer your time from the point of view of the dog side. We have volunteers who go out and basically raise money for us or give talks or actually help by driving for instance because when you know we have dogs that need to be transported around the country occasionally so there are all sorts of different roles and these can really fit into people's lifestyles that works for them but at the bottom of that the base of that of course the infrastructure and everything we do on a day-to-day basis is through the generosity of people's donations and it is purely public funded that we are able to do everything that we do. Those donations that people can make and everything about the charity will be found at your website I had a look at it this morning before we had a chat to do a little bit of preparation but that's a great place to go to to, again to help out and find out more about the charity isn't it? The Dogs Are Good website it takes you right the way through every different way of giving your support whether it be a donation or in any other way and it also shares stories as well so you can learn more about the charity so the snippet that we're sharing here we hope will just entice people to go to our website and actually go well I want to learn a bit more about that charity because there are many ways that we work with dogs. Assistance Dogs is one of our our flagship dogs, but we work in other areas as well with dogs and people. Final question to you. Um, On Sunday here, every Sunday at Crufts, we have Friends for Life, a wonderful award that takes place where you see, again, that wonderful pairing between clients and assistance dogs and the changes that it has made to their lives. Some of them are difficult stories, but you know, at the end of the day, they always bring a smile to your face where you see how a dog has changed somebody's life. You've got a client, Millie Gunn, I think she's about seven now, isn't she? And she's had a lot of complications, bless her in her life, but she has one of your assistance dogs. And she's actually going to be one of the finalists, isn't she? Which is wonderful. Millie and Emma, we're so proud of her, as I know her mum and dad are as well. She's done amazingly well with Emma. Emma's one of our little golden retrievers. She's a lovely girl, very gentle girl, but a perfect match for Millie. And like you say, it's really, I think, has really made a difference for Millie. Yeah. Her life is different now, and she can see that there's opportunities. And whatever Emma brings to Millie's life, then we're there to support her as a mum and dad with. And of course, we're all rooting for her, and we hope that all of you out there will be rooting for her as well on Sunday, because you can still vote via the Kennel Club website and also via our website. So please get voting on our behalf, because Millie and Emma, they deserve a real pat on the back and some congratulations from us all. There's a lovely video there that kind of captures everything that Millie has been through, and again, the assistance that Emma, her dog, Kurt, can actually give to her. Helen, fantastic well well done again I'm, I'm blown away again by the way that your assistance dogs do help people you know in their lives and the changes that they make well done keep up the sterling work the very best to Millie on Sunday and uh, we'll see you back here doing your wonderful work again next Mike, year thank you very much for the opportunity to catch up with you thank you